0: Simplifying the United Methodist Brand with Forgiveness, Grace, and Love with part two of a discussion about branding in the United Methodist Church with Bishop Julius Trimble and Indiana Conference Lay Leader David Johns on episode number 54 of the United Methodist People podcast with Dr. Brad Miller.
1: In my world, I I was in a tough, cutthroat corporate world, and and I've got to learn a little bit more about how to truly be the face of Christ so that people see grace in me, they see the love of God in me, and they see forgiveness in me. And if I expect people to do that for me, I've got to do that for others.
2: Welcome to the United Methodist People Podcast with Rev. Dr. Brad Miller. Brad believes that strengthening the connection in the United Methodist Church is essential to accomplishing the mission of making disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. The United Methodist People podcast helps clergy and church leaders connect with key insights, hear inspiring stories, and learn from the people making a difference in the United Methodist Church through conversation and commentary. And now, here's Brad.
0: Hello again, good people, and welcome to the United Methodist People podcast with Dr. Brad Miller on the Be Encouraged segment with Bishop Julius Trimble. And today we have a special guest with us, Indiana Conference Lay Leader David Johns. Here at the United Methodist People podcast, we're all about helping to strengthen the connection in the United Methodist Church through conversation and commentary Head on over to United Methodist Podcast.com for a back catalog of over 50 episodes of the podcast dedicated to the United Methodist Church. My name is Reverend Dr. Brad Miller, and it is our special privilege today to have our Be Encouraged segment with Bishop Trouble and our guest today, uh, lay leader of Indiana, David Johns. David Johns comes to us with a background in the automotive industry where he was involved with marketing and in management. And pastor and, uh, and Bishop Trimble comes to us with his care and concern about encouraging the United Methodist Church through the challenges that we have before us, which include how the brand of the church is perceived. This is part two of our discussion about branding. You can go to episode number 53 to see part one of this uh, two-part episode. Today, we focus in on what we can learn. We're going to learn today about perspective and about the situation at hand and circumstances. That how we are perceived as a church and by the consumer is also framed by the perspective that people have. And one perspective that we have to have is one that is in the light of the global pandemic and the ongoing pursuit of a beloved community. We're also going to talk about what we're going to feel today. Bishop uh, Trimble and David Johns lay out a vision of a beloved community with a sense of urgency so that this season that we have had during the pandemic and all the other things we've had going on is to be a time of creation and creation of a better future and to unapologetically pursue a beloved community in that process. We have a fascinating conversation and we're going to key in on three elements about what you can do about this when we come back from the other side of of the interview. We pick up the interview with some conversation that we have About some of the theological and biblical aspects of building the brand in the United Methodist community. So, here is David Johns and Bishop Julius Trimble having a conversation with me, Reverend Dr. Brad Miller, here on episode 54. Let's get into that conversation right now. And maybe this is a time for even ramping up even more innovation and creativity and bringing in different voices, whether it be younger people or people from the business world, for instance, anything else that can give us a different perspective because so much of what we've done just hasn't been as effective as we would like to have, have been. Bishop, what do you think about that, thinking about innovation and creativity?
3: In the midst of a global pandemic, uh, there, someone who said, I don't know who originally said this, but... We should never let a good crisis go to waste, that I think uh, innovation and adaptability are are really uh, a part of the outgrowth of being in a global pandemic. So this is a season for us not just to wait for whatever the future holds, but really to be creators of a better future uh, and uh, unapologetically pursue Pursue beloved community in the process.
0: I want to bring it right, kind of around, kind of bring the conversation around now to a a biblical theological perspective for us to uh, focus for the last minute or two of our conversation. I just want to put, I've for whatever reason, this was laid in my heart. These three words that we need to be talking about a little bit when we're talking about our branding and about the diversity in the church and the division in the church and how we can kind of get back to the main thing. And those three words are grace. And love and forgiveness and forgive. grace, grace love and forgiveness. Mm. And I would just like for you to, uh, for you two gentlemen, to speak on those for a minute in terms of how you would experience those in terms of this conversation we're having about branding, and keeping the main thing the main thing. Dave, how about you?
1: I, I, that's that's a, a great start because I've spent the last couple of weeks sharing with people my reinterpretation of the word love. Maybe liking the the, the Greek version where it's where I con, I'm con, as concerned about someone. Else's I am me. We've become very much about me and a little less about you. And and how do I get around that? And to be reminded uh, that grace is this notion: I I am willing to extend to you the same thing. I want to extend it to me again. It, it's funny we we are we are good at skipping our own mistakes, but sometimes extremely good at identifying someone else's. And and grace, this whole note. I, I share the story that. You know, we recently went through and one of the one of the meetings, I send a lot of meetings about the Samaritan story and, and how the Samaritan without hesitation saw a need and addressed it. It wasn't about anything other than putting that person first. And someone someone asked me about it and, and I kidded him. I said, well, because they said, well, Dave, don't don't we need to have a relationship? I said, relationship's great in context. But if you're hurting out on the side of the street, what do you want somebody to come do? You want somebody to come extend grace to you? You don't need an interrogation. They don't need to know why you're there. It, it's what what can they do? So that's that's the love of Christ to us and the grace that's extended to us by Christ. And and all he's asking is that we extend the same to others. And so sometimes it just takes a little self-reflection to recognize we're 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 still imperfect souls. I mean, I examine myself and I still make a lot of mistakes. There are times I wish I could grab words and pull them back, and I can't always do it. And and I expect people around me to to grant me that forgiveness and in that same vein i have got to extend that same thought to others because christ extended that to me and is trying to help me understand how to do that because in my world i i was in a tough cutthroat corporate world and and i've got to learn a little bit more about how to truly be the face of christ so that people see grace in me, they see the love of God in me, and they see forgiveness in me. And if I expect people to do that for me, I've got to do that for others. And that's the tough part of those three words. I think there are great three words that challenge us. Can we do that? Can we see examples where we've done that? Because we expect that, Brad. We expect that to be extended to us. How do we extend that to others? Bishop, grace, love, and forgiveness.
3: Uh, grace is, uh, I, re- I really like that word, grace. Uh, often I, I've heard it years ago and, and say it, my wife and I say it God loves you, there's nothing you can do about it. Sometimes we'll say, and we love you, there's nothing you can do about it. So we've received grace, and we can be instruments of grace by loving people without asking for, as David said, application or aspiration. I use the, I use the illustration, I say, if I can use my spiritual imagination, God, God has a printing press in heaven, and God is printing name tags with everybody's name on it. And on the back of your name tag is stamped God loves you. There's nothing you can do about it. And it says Brad or it says David or it says Cindy or it says Corinne or it says Candace. Whatever it says, every single person has a name, a name tag that God has printed that says you are loved, and there's nothing that it doesn't require action of Congress or Conference uh, to change that. The prophet Jeremiah said. Well, God spoke to the prophet Jeremiah and said, I love you with an everlasting love. So that, that's what I see. See grace is David's done a great job of talking about love and, and, you know, love, mate, love and love and flesh, love, love in the flesh and the sense of you, you have to really see it take action. Love as an action word. Forgiveness is something I think that we have neglected Brad uh, and we really need to recover. And I thank God for you bringing that up. we we pray it as a rote prayer in, in our religious ritual, you know, that our Father who are in heaven, you know, forgive us our trespasses. In some translations, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors or forgive us our trespasses as we forgive others who have trespassed against us. Or, or Jesus tells us that we ought to be forgiving, not just, forgiving and loving not just those whom we like or whom we love, but even our enemies. And, and that's probably the hard work. The hard work of reconciliation is the is the outgrowth of true forgiveness.
0: Well, I think the forgiveness piece is, is, is a huge piece of this because I think the reality is there's a lot of hurt, a lot of hurt feelings out there right now in our church and in our Amen. world. In our,
3: Amen.
0: And in order to get reconciliation, it's going to take the hard work of forgiveness, asking for forgiveness and being contrite in many ways. And we can do it. That's whatever tradition is. But it, it ain't easy, is it? it? It ain't easy. And it's hard to teach that as well. I want to bring it up to one more thing. I want to kind of conclude on this thought. Uh, David, when when Bishop Trimble and I talk, oftentimes we had the theme of Bishop Trimble's theme is be encouraged. So I'd like to ask you to share what is isn't you are encouraged about right now, given us all this conversation we've had. Then I'm going to ask Bishop Trimble to pray us out here. So, David, what are you encouraged about?
1: I, I'm encouraged because when when I can go and talk to people in a little bit smaller setting, and have a little bit more intimate time, I see lots of hope out there. And I talk about how, as we have the help of the Holy Spirit, we also have a hum- tremendous amount of help from our sisters and brothers in Christ. You know, it, it takes us that when I can break through that other shell of these other things getting in people's way, and you can see smiles on faces that, yeah, yeah, we can get back to that again. And, and you go and you visit a food pantry in some little town, and you see the people there, and they're coming together to pull that together. I I just see all those things out there and say to myself, it's there. We just got to keep working our way through it, not forget that it's there, not forget that those voices are out there and to sometimes not be overwhelmed by maybe some of the loud voices that are overly influencing me and paying attention to some of the more quiet voices out there that in truly are dedicated mission and ministry. And I can't forget about them either. And so they encourage me. I, I just, I just love having those meetings and walking out of there and hearing the stories of the things that are going on, the people they've reached, and what they're doing. So, Brad, I'm I'm not discouraged at all. I'm a little discouraged at how how little work I'm getting done in that vein because I've got a job there, but I'm not discouraged by what's out there.
0: Well, thank you. For that. I love that about the listening to the stories and the and the small, quiet voices. Uh, Bishop, any closing comments you want to make, and then perhaps have a prayer for us.
3: Most certainly, I want to thank Brad and and uh, David for this rich, robust conversation. And uh, for those who may hear this podcast, we certainly want to send a blessing to all of the people who received this podcast may indeed be a blessing to you for the Bible says in first Corinthians, we are one body, even though we are many members, but just as the body is one and has many members and all the members of the body, though many are one body. So it is with Christ. And we often are referred to in terms of the church as the body of Christ. So I think that's a, that's a serious mantle to carry if we are to reflect uh, uh, reflect the love and personhood and power of Jesus Christ. We really must demonstrate those three words you ended us with, grace, love, and forgiveness. Let us pray. O oh God of grace and God of love and God of forgiveness, pour your power of healing upon our world, upon your world, upon our neighbors, and upon our nations. Oh, God, we pray indeed that those who are lonely will find a friend in you and maybe find a friend in hearing this word of encouragement. You love us with an everlasting love, and we are thankful to be recipients of that grace. Now give us the strength and power to be instruments of your grace so that we might indeed love others, even the stranger in our midst. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Our guest today on the United Methodist People Podcast with Reverend Dr. Brad Miller, Indiana Area Bishop Julius Trimble, and Indiana Laylee, Indiana Conference Lay Leader David Johns. Thank you for joining us. I hope you dear people heard clearly the conversation that I had with David Johns and with Bishop Trimble about at least three factors that are involved with simplifying the United Methodist brand as we move forward into the year 2022, and that is love and grace and forgiveness, and we believe that these are three things that you can do in order to reframe the United Methodist brand. We're going to have a lot of changes, a lot of uh, challenges ahead of us in 2022, we can certainly do something about how we treat one another and in the perspective and in the context of how we, we do this, how we do this out of love, out of care, out of grace and of forgiveness. Understanding that we have come out of this pandemic, we have come out of this time of great distress in our world in many different levels, economically, politically, health wise, all kinds of things, but how we treat each other. Does make a difference. It's the vision of the beloved community, and it's that vision that we need to seek with some urgency. And as the uh, bishop said, to not let this uh, crisis uh, go uh, untouched. You know, let's not not let this crisis go by without taking advantage of it for the betterment of our beloved community. So, what you can do is approach everything you do as we have the various challenges we have in the United Methodist Church with love and grace and forgiveness. You can always head on over to unitedmethodistpodcast.com where we have our back episodes of the United Methodist People Podcast. Lots of great information there. We have our, have our Be Encouraged segment with Bishop Trouble. I did want you to let you know that uh, starting in uh, mid to late to January or into February, of 2022. Bishop Trimble will have his own podcast, the Be Encouraged podcast. I'll be helping to host that as well, and you can look forward to that. It'll be on the podcast directories, iTunes, and so on. We hope that you'll check that out. Always head over to unitedmethodistpodcast.com for all things about encouraging the strengthening of the connection in the United Methodist Church through conversation and commentary. I always like to leave you with a quote from John Wesley. And so here's our quote for today. It goes like this. They say the past is etched in stone, but it isn't. It's smoke trapped in a closed room, swirling, changing, buffeted by the passing of years and wishful thinking. But even though our perception of it changes, one thing remains constant. The past can never be completely erased. It lingers like the scent of burning wood from John Wesley. We encourage you to tune in next week for our Christmas episode with Bishop Julius Trouble here on the Be Encouraged segment on the United Methodist People podcast. Until next time then, friends, remember to do all the good that you can. Thanks so much for listening to the United
2: Methodist People podcast with Reverend Dr. Brad Miller. You can continue the conversation and commentary about strengthening the connection in the United Methodist Church to accomplish our mission of making disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. Visit the United Methodist People podcast on the web at unitedmethodistpodcast.com and connect at facebook.com slash unitedmethodistpodcast. And always do all the good you can.